This is episode 53, Trivial Pursuit. Welcome back, everyone, to another lovely episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And here is our podcast. For the realistic SLP. Who's very lovely. Yes, very lovely. It's my favorite <laughs> word. Until I thought it wasn't. And now I'm thinking it is. Yeah. It's great. a great word. It is. I want to be lovely. If people were to describe me as lovely, I'd be like, well, that's good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I would say that's lovely. Yeah. You hear that? It's lovely to hear. Mm-hmm. You are lovely as well yeah. for saying that Thank about you. me. You know what else is lovely? Hmm. There's snacking and yeah. the wine. So, I love snacks. Yeah, snacks are great. Mm-hmm. I was craving a snack and yeah. I ate a pickle and then Deb proceeded to get popcorn. So it's just the letter P. I like for peas. snacks. I like peas and snacks. Yeah, pea and snacking. Mm-hmm. And drinking yeah. wine, grenache, wine, grape. From Grateful Palate, the bitch line. Again, so if people are wondering why we have so much of this wine, it's because it didn't make it to our live show. So, yeah. you know, throwing it back to that. So our audience didn't get to drink it. Yes. But now we are for months. Yeah. And drinking a lot for them. So you're welcome, right. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe we should have some sort of um, prize for a listener. And we send them a bottle since we have so many. Okay. We could try to do that and hopefully yeah. we have some left to send so oh is there any more left there should be all right let's try to save one and we'll come up with a contest contest okay we'll do that add yeah. it to the to-do list so i vote drink it on the bitch wine obviously mm-hmm. drink it we have been drinking we w- it's like a whole present progressive i've been drinking we drank it we're still drinking it we're gonna keep on drinking yes. it like so it's just i drank the wine right. i am drinking the wine i will we'll drink, drink the, the wine, wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe someone else will will also drink the wine. Perhaps. Just sending and shipping alcohol is a little tricky. Someone has to be there to sign. So oh. just, you know, bringing it back to when we had to do the live right. event. So big thing. It's gonna have to be um, someone who's definitely twenty one too. Which right. So if you're gonna enter this contest, make sure you have proof of that you're twenty one, so the UPS person sees it. Right. Also, uh-huh. so today. We are going to play a little game of Trivial Pursuit, and then we're going to end our episode after our commercial break uh, with an interview that Maria conducted, yeah. and I'm excited to hear. I'm having so much fun just, like, hanging out at people's houses, getting to know their families, yeah. chilling with Is it with Relaxing them. with Maria? Yeah. What's your segment called? Is mm-hmm. that it? Relaxing with Maria. I like it. All relaxing right. with Maria. Yeah, we didn't get to name my segment before, but it's Relaxing with Maria, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to be, like fun and i'm here to just hang out with you i'm not like because a lot of people what's the m word that means relaxing oh i don't really know but you could work on that yeah but um yeah i've just been trying to portray that so i felt like that's what i wanted to our interviews to sound like so you know hopefully they are relaxing and they're just kind of like we're hanging out mellow with maria mellow with maria mellowing with maria yeah. Sounds like almost like bellowing with me. I don't know what that would have to do with anything. But really. How about winding down with Maria? Winding. Uh, but that makes Wind- me sound like a sleeping podcast. Um, you know, I'm not okay. I'm not trying to have them fall asleep. Maybe after they'll fall asleep because they Dilly are so Dilly dallying with Maria? No, but that means like we're <laughs> yeah. wasting time. Look, is I'm this good. like the power of words, you know? Yeah. Um, resting with Maria? No, no. Again, you know, I'm not that boring. No. no. I'm just kidding. There aren't really too many M. Yeah, uh, I know. I've here. thought of this before. Oh. So it was either like relaxing with Rhea 
Relaxing with Rhea? Yeah. But it's just like, just call me Maria. Like, just add that extra syllable. Like, whatever. Like, it's easy to say. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well let's call it relaxing with Maria. Yeah, That's cool. I like that one, too. Okay, so we're ready for Trivial Pursuit? Yes. I'm going to go first. Okay. Now. I'm going to have popcorn then. Busting out the popcorns. Game board night. Okay, so. Here we go. All right. All, all of these are life. super hard. Okay. Okay, yes. The Thank game you. Cat's Cradle is, plays, is played using what material? Cat's Cradle. Mm-hmm. Well. I'm going to just go with wood. No. String. No. Okay. You never played those like cat's cradle. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes, you remember? I have. I okay. do now after I already answered the question and failed. So Deb versus Maria. Mm-hmm. Ted talks versus De- Deb, Deb talks, talks versus ch- relaxing with Maria. Yeah. Okay. Question two. Right. Your turn. Sorry, I'm having some popcorn with some pickle juice. It's really good. Oh, I've had pickle-flavored popcorn from Trader Joe's. Oh, well, we're just naturally eating it all in the same plate, so you don't have more dishes to clean. Well, I have a dishwasher now, so I'm like, load me up. Good point. (laughs) Got it. Question. Psychiatrists were once known as alienists. True or false? False. It's actually true. Oh, weird. Okay, yes. so we, we're both not we're good both at this failing. game. We're both failing. Right, okay. zero, zero. Next. Just eat the popcorn with the pickle flavor juice. Good. <laughs> Make myself feel better about not knowing much about anything. Yep. I'm ready. Oh, my goodness. Okay. What happened? What Black Eyed Peas song was iTunes' most downloaded song of all time when Apple announced the list in 2010? Mm, how about Don't Stop the Party? Don't, don't Stop the Party. That one, Don't Stop the Party by Black Eyed Peas. No, it's um, I Got a Feeling. Oh, mm, come on. That's a nice right. be yeah, a it was good night. Yeah, I guess it was more. Okay, so we're, we both have a zero. Right, big zero for Don't Stop the Party. Don't, don't. I, really love I don't that even song. know that song. What? They're like, Don't Stop the Party. Don't. It's like such a motivating song. Yeah. Back when I was and you with me, we were partying. Now we're just excited to hang out in Deb's backyard. Yeah, can't wait. We're like, can't wait Best to summer. stay home and have wine outside in your yard. Yeah, 2019 is going to be a great summer. Yes, it can't will. Can't wait to do nothing. I'm very excited to do nothing with you. All right, I'm yes. ready for question number four. Okay, are you ready? I'm gonna, I like the true or false questions. Ready? More than half of the world's plant and animal species live in rainforests. True, true. or false? You're right. It yeah, is true. That sounded true. In my defense, I am giving you easier questions, but oh, this okay. Is. That's all right. I'm going to step it up. A I notch, have asked you, know? you the easiest. These are all hard. These we right. should go to trivial pursuit questions for children because these are all too hard. Yeah. Um, got you. Okay. Um. You're thinking of a question that's not too hard. What Bernstein <laughs> musical set in the 1950s New York was based on Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet? Okay. Can you repeat the question one more time, please? Um, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I needed to f- what focus. What Bernstein there. musical set in 1950s New York was based on Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet? I want to go with a Bronx tale. No. no, 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 no. Sorry. I'm that sorry. Is that even. is not. That's the one with them in the movie. Sorry. It's the one. I've seen it. I've seen it. 
the one um that sh- the woman is in the bronx oh west side story there we go initial for me McHugh got it i still get a point for that yes though. you this do points this is not like you know let's just get rid of therapy. these one yeah. to one now okay your turn ready no peeking i'm not i'm gonna look ready. at my questions before i ask so i don't spend so much time thinking <laughs> okay okay ready which of these metals has the highest atomic weight lead gold or iron lead yes yeah okay thank goodness excuse me i need to have a kernel stuck I'm gonna have oh goodness lines. clear it mm-hmm. okay who is the um. evil lion in the lion king <clears throat> i wanted to say jafar but i know that's aladdin so i yeah. will not you aladdin's like your uh, go-to oh, mufasa he's not evil that's oh god <laughs> right oh oh tar is his name tar was there someone <laughs> named tar Scar. Scar. <laughs> you do not get away for that. Is that like a consonant <laughs> cluster reduction? There? That's like a, a. That's like a phonemic paraphasia, <laughs> right? <laughs> like a semantic paraphasia means like you said chair instead of table, yeah. but like you said tar instead of scar. Got it. <laughs> so uh, there are no half points here. So right. again, I still only have one. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Excuse me. Who is the two-headed Roman god of beginnings and transitions? We talked about transitions on our show. So who knew there was a two? Who is the what? Two-headed Roman god of beginnings and transitions. I have no idea. Janus or Janus. Yeah, no idea. Okay. No idea. And I went with it. I thought it was interesting. Um, earthquakes occur on the moon. True or false? True. True. Yes. Called moonquakes, they have smaller magnitudes and occur at greater depth. I knew that one. Oh, and I did also not. Because the moon is my ruling. Um, I want to say star. I guess you could say or ruling thing. Oh. As you know, the Cancer zodiac. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Oh, you're gonna get this one. I'm not gonna give you this one. I, I changed my mind. Where is most of the world's fresh water stored? In lakes, rivers, or ice? Lakes, rivers, or ice? Rivers? No, I knew this one. Is it <laughs> this ice? Is so not like what good sportsmanship. It? It's ice. But yeah, global warming is making all the ice melt. Good point. Good point. Uh, most of the fresh water on, or- on Earth is stored in the polar ice caps. Okay. I was thinking in terms of like surface area, like, of course, most I was of thinking it will be that there. it sounded like ice. But then I was like, well, apparently all the ice is going away. So it's turning into a river. Right. I see what you did there. Yeah. We could definitely email them about this. question. Well, who knows? Yeah. What year is this from? Who Any. knows? Well, your mom got a few for Christmas. Yeah, but nice. yeah, it could have been from the dollar store. It could have been <laughs> some like wrong family edition of Trivial Pursuit <gasps> <laughs> that only ended up there because it was wrong. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's you know not just admitting to your wrong is, is probably easier than thinking of that. But okay. Um. Is this the last round? What singer performs "Forget You" with Gwyneth Paltrow at the 2011 Grammys, wearing brightly colored feathers? Oh, oh, Sebo, Cedo, Zebra, C, C, something. His name started. W- 
Sick. C is correct. CJ. No, no. Let me think for a second and just need extra time, extra testing accommodation time. There's a color you know? in his name. C blue. I always go for blue because it's my favorite, but I don't think it is blue. No. It doesn't seem right. <laughs> C sea green no it's not that i'll get one more guess in me you're really close i'm really you close have, you, you're missing a syllable <laughs> so syllable uh, false. okay, okay yeah. CeeLo green oh yeah <laughs> i need to he do the um i'm gonna pop some tags the i have no idea we'll do two okay. more each. all right just okay Make sure I'm going to look at my questions so I am ready to ask you what is going on. My turn. Okay, go ahead. All right, well, okay, actually, I like this question. What ballet is the film Black Swan loosely based on? Oh my God, I don't know. Um, Just think of ballets. Ballets with like a good and a bad person. Um, There's a name of that famous ballet. I mean, there's just like the only one I can think of is the Nutcracker. That's the only ballet I know. Right. It's not that one. Is it a famous like like a name that I know or like you just picked that because you danced your whole life and you want to sabotage me? Probably that one. (laughs) The latter. But I got excited when I saw ballet and I was like, oh, okay." But I will give you a clue for that. Okay, can I have a clue? Just, you know. Dynamic assessment. You don't have that much pre-existing knowledge. That's I, I right. get it. Thank you. So th- it's two words. Okay. And it starts, w- the first word is swan. Swan so Lake? Yeah, see? Okay. Oh, my God. Come on. Great. I feel like I should get a point for that. All right, give for- us both a point okay. for that. <laughs> okay. Great. I just got excited. I'm like, all right. I'm not going to be like, are you sure? You know? I'm going to take that point. I'm okay. Name point. four of the eight vegetables in the original V8 juice. <laughs> okay. Sounds intimidating, but I can handle this. <laughs> okay. Tomatoes. Yes. Uh-huh. I said tomatoes, right? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. tomatoes. Tomatoes. Oh, it's the same juice. The same V8 juice, juice has all yeah. of these. There's eight juices in V8. Eight vegetables in V8 juice. You have to name four. You said tomatoes. Three more vegetables. Celery. Yes. Yes. Um, cucumbers, carrots, definitely carrots. Okay, so not cucumbers, okay. but carrots. But carrots you is have one. One of more shot. One more shot of um this. Um, cabbage. No, no, that was a bad one. I don't even know why I said cabbage. It's beets, carrots, celery, lettuce, parsley, spinach, tomatoes, watercress. Okay. Watercress. I don't know why I doubted myself and said cabbage. That's okay. We're that three to three now. Okay. This is the final round of uh, Trivial Pursuit. Here it is. What deep fried doughy treat did Barack Obama enjoy during his first presidential trip to Canada? Deep fried doughy treat donut. A beaver tail. The hell is that? I have no idea, but <laughs> I don't know. I was like, let's get political now. That's our extent of being political. Um, done. Check. <laughs> we did it. Okay. Beaver tail. That's what he had in Canada, and it's deep fried. What song is played in the eighth inning of every Boston Red Sox game at Fenway Park? Ooh. 
Um, I'm not. It's not God Bless America. No. Is it? The Star Spangled Banner. No. It's no. not a political. It's, it's not, not a like a. It's not like a patriotic. Mm-mm. Patriotic song. Um. You know, well, then I guess I just have to pick a random. Oh, take me out to the bowl game. No. Where it began. Oh, uh, sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. Yep, that's it. Okay. All right. We tied why. the game three to three. It's Great. just fun to sing, I guess. That's why they did it. Um, should oh. we do a lightning round? Okay. Lightning All right. Round. Lightning rounds. Okay. Here we go. Um, you go first. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a good one for you. Mm-hmm. In T.S. Eliot's poem, The Wasteland, what oh month God. of the year is the cruelest? January. It is April. Uh, <laughs> why? I have no idea. I don't idea. know. You're the poem expert. Yeah, but I don't know all there of them. There you go. Now you have something to research. Um... I'm ready for my What question. famous abstract expressionalist <laughs> painter uses a technique of dripping paint onto a canvas on the floor? Pollock. Yes. Yes. Very I good. saw that at <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Metropolitan Museum of Very Art. Very nice. Thank you, you win. Four yes. to three. Woohoo! Winner, yes. Maria. Going to museum paid off. Thank you, people. <laughs> this is my speech. You know, a lot of times we're overwhelmed with life, and then your family member is like, let's go to the museum, and you just want to tell them no. But this day I said to my cousin, sure, let's go. And, and now, now you won. Thank you. You are the winner. Thank you. Congratulations. Love you. okay so now um after this commercial break we're gonna hear maria's interview with valerie 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 yes i know right i sing why don't you come on over Over valerie she does not like it when i sing that song but it's such a good song that's what i say she's just like i I go go out by myself Mm -hmm. and i look across the water And I think of all the things. What you doing? Getting my pet out, paint a picture. That's me trying to be singing. home, right? Well, my body's been a mess, and I miss the kisser. Ginger hair and the way you like to dress. Yeah, there we did. We got it. That's it. Okay. I don't know if I enjoyed that. If anyone is still listening, we're going to commercial. This episode is brought to you by ThroatScope. I love my ThroatScope. Hey, I love my ThroatScope too. ThroatScope is especially helpful for conducting thorough oral mechanism evaluations. Yes, because ThroatScopes are illuminated tongue depressors and retraction tools. It includes a reusable light handle that slides onto a single-use tongue depressor. ThroatScope integrates a natural light source to provide complete intraoral illumination for improved patient examination and outcomes. So if you want to feel like a prepared SLP, you're going to need a ThroatScope. Go to www.throatscope.com for more information. This episode is also brought to you by Covalent Careers, a career development company for new healthcare professionals. Covalent Careers provides new grads with education, mentorship, job opportunities, and provides employers with scalable talent acquisition solutions. Whether you're looking for a job, clinical tips, or advice on interviewing a new grad, SLPs can find resources and job postings at covalentcareers.com backslash wine and cheese. 
here is my interview or my segment called Chillin' with Maria, where I sit down with a occupational therapist, an OT, and uh, we get to talk about her background, her life, and many more. Listen in. Hey, everyone. So I'm Maria, and I'm here with Valerie Groisman, who is an OT. And I have the pleasure of working with her. And I'm here, we are sitting here, and we're going to get to know Valerie. So Val has been an OT for over 11 years. She's worked in adult rehab, and currently she works in a special ed school with children with complex communication needs. And how long have you been working in the schools, Val? I've been in OT school for about 11 years. Oh, okay. Great. So did I get all your info the right way? Did I get all the dates right with how long you've been working? Yep, you got it all. Okay, we did need to, we need to, we needed to think about it for quite some time now, right? Yes. Okay, so you went to um, the LIU Brooklyn, right? Yes, I went there for my undergrad and my grad. And you originally wanted to go for speech. I did want to go for speech, but then I took a little uh, left turn, mm-hmm. right turn, and then I ended up going straight to OT. Interesting directions there, a left, a right, and straight. Got it. Did you get lost a little bit? Uh, no, it was good. No U-turns required. Oh, good. Good job, Val. So when Val is not busy being an OT, she's also a super mom, right? So Val has two kids. And she's driving them around all the time, making lefts and rights and U-turns. So let's talk about some questions that we got from some listeners about uh, how to incorporate different things that OTs use in our speech sessions. So one question we had was, how do you know a good time to give a sensory break? Um, Well, most of the kids we work with, you would probably initially start with a sensory break. So before you do any type of activity, you would do a sensory break, such as jumping, um, maybe rolling on the ball, going on a swing, um, doing a little sensory movement break, like our school moves we do. And then uh, you would do a tabletop, and you have to just use your judgment and see when the child had enough and they need a break. Or you can even ask the student, do you need a break? And if they're able to tell you yes, then you give them a break. If they're unable to tell you, just use your judgment and see if how they're sitting, are they moving around, are they still focusing on your activity, are they their eyes wandering, are they turning, and those things will let will give you um, an answer. Nice. These are good things to keep in mind. So I like to structure my speech therapy sessions like that and I like to think that you had an influence with that because you and I work closely yes, together I so I like to lately I've been getting into like doing breathing so does that count as like movement like if we just like settle in and breathe a little bit yes sure. absolutely a lot of our kids do benefit from yoga which is yes. part of breathing and however some kids may have a hard time to actually do the breathing exercise so right. it's definitely something you would want to consider doing. Speaking of yoga, I've been asking Val to come to yoga with me. Since I have your attention, Val, when are you going to come to yoga with me? Soon. Okay. Yeah, that's a lie, but all right. We're going to move on from we, that. We, 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 let's set a date. Okay. All yes. right. We'll set a date. All right. Check. Thursdays are good. Thursdays are good for me as well. Good. Beautiful. 
So definitely go to yoga with your OTs. So do you like to incorporate any yoga in your sessions or are you more with the physical activities? Um, What's your I mean, personal OT I like style? to do more, more like movement breaks, like jumping, mm. and a scooter, a little obstacle course, mm. uh, maybe putting them on their belly on the swing and having them do some work there. Um, like a puzzle? Like or? a puzzle. Um, sometimes I'll have them sit in a swing and I'll throw like bean bags at them and they have to throw it back and match it by color. Oh. Um, therapy ball is a big one. You can put them on their belly. Same thing. You can either have them walk on their hands or you can have them reach for things. Or if they're very low tone or very they're lacking a lot of energy, you can actually sit them and bounce them on the ball. Gotcha. Which is also working on their abdominal um, strength, their nice. core muscles. And core muscles are important because I learned about this a lot in speech. Like you need your core to support you for your breathing yes. and your posture. And that goes into like focus too. Right? Absolutely. I was going to have the child sitting in the best posture. So what? the feet should be touching the floor, not wiggling, um, definitely sitting up straight. And that helps them in the classroom too, right? Absolutely. So what do Eye you contact. do when you see like a kid with poor posture in the classroom? Well, I'll first evaluate their um, table, see if it's high or low mm. enough. Then I'll look at the chair, if the chair is high or low. So you have to you know, take those two into consideration. And if they're still touch not touching the floor with their feet, I would probably try to either put a block underneath their feet to have them are uh, touching something so they're not wiggling because if they're wiggling they're not paying attention mm -hmm. they're focusing on where their feet are gotcha and then you would want to see where their back is so if they're too far away from the chair scoot them back or sometimes putting a like a block or a cushion to make them sit up more straight Nice. Yes, I've definitely used that before, and I consulted with you with a lot of students yes. about that. And it definitely helps with their breathing, their speaking, because you know if their chin is in, right, you can't really hear them. Yeah, their chin is up, and they're sitting more up. Their voice is louder. Yeah, and, and also you're able to more... do more with them, especially in your case when you do prompt. If they're sitting up straight, it's easier for you to do prompt. Absolutely, prompt is like very big with posture. I always felt like what OTs were talking about made so much sense. So, I, of course, I would use it in speech. Like, it just makes sense. You yeah. got to use it all the time. It's, we're one, it's like we're one team. Speech, I know. OT, PT, it's one. You can't go or do anything without the other. I agree. Got you. Do you feel like OT is everywhere? Um, Probably, yes. A lot of times we don't even realize that it's OT. Right. But like I said, a lot of times we overlap each other and you just have to you know in a in a good in a real in a realistic world or in a perfect world you have to work together exactly right metaphorical cheers to that cheers valerie doesn't like to drink wine she gets headaches because she's a busy mom right you got to be up early tomorrow and take care of yep. the kids so do you want to talk about being a mom a little bit Sure. Anything you would like to say about being a mom. And then next um, I want to get to sensory versus behavior. Oh, that's that's a good topic. That is a good topic, but so is mom stuff. Because I'm not a mom, nor is Deb. She's not here right now. But uh, Deb is, you know, obviously yes. my co-host. And her and I are not moms, and we're just like, 
that seems like the hardest job in the world. That's something her and I always talk about. So It's a hard job, but it's a fun job. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely bring a lot of my OTs and speech skills into the, my house. And oh. My uh, youngest son actually had speech from you. Yes. Which helped him a lot. I, I have can't one. thank you enough. Aw, of course. Um, definitely, I've seen a dramatic improvement with him, especially when he got it from you using the prompt, because I think that's the only way to go, is prompt. This is why me and Val's are just BFFs. That's right. <laughs> what about OT? Did you use like OT strategies with him? I did. I did mm-hmm. definitely. And incorporated OT and I, you know, visual, uh, because a lot of times you couldn't say it, so I had to have him at least point to things so I can understand him. Gotcha. But definitely um, speech helped. Yeah. What about your older son? Like, he's really into karate. Do you feel like that karate, that, like, sensory Oh, absolutely. That's such a big discipline. I always recommend to my parents at work, put them in any sports. It will help them with everything and anything from core muscles to walking to jumping to speaking, everything. Discipline, attention, focus. That's the main thing that our kids lack. And sports are very big on that. Exactly. Swimming, I recommend to most of my Down syndrome kids because mm. it's really good for their, because most of Down syndrome kids are low tone. Yes. So swimming is very good for them. Yeah, that's a good one because swimming works out like your whole Everything, body, yep. especially like your back. Yes. All right. And you're against gravity, so it's kind of easier when you swim. Oh, yeah. It's like not as high impact, right? Like running is mm-hmm. more like high impact on the joints. Yes. Gotcha. So you feel like karate has really helped your older yes. son? with his focus, attention, discipline. It's a lot of discipline, and my little one is not into that because oh. it's too much discipline. Mm. Any sport in general is discipline. Too much discipline. So what do you think would be better for your younger son because maybe it's too much discipline for um, karate? What do you probably think running. I think mm. for him it's good because, it, one, it releases his his um, high energy. energy. High, yeah, he's high energy. And mm-hmm. in a way, it's still discipline, but it's a t- different type of discipline. In addition, kids have to enjoy what they do. A hundred percent. Force or push anything on them because they'll never want to do it. That's true. And it's a lot time and your money. Why would you want to force yeah. a child to do something they don't want? When you're paying for it and it's your time. <laughs> yeah, and time is money too. Oh, yeah. Double money. All right, thank you for sharing that and, like, letting us know about your kids and stuff. And that's, you know, pretty personal, so I appreciate you sharing. Oh, thanks. So next up, we wanted to talk about sensory versus behavior. How do you know when the kid is, like, really having sensory difficulties or they're really just, like, having a behavioral issue? So, like, maybe we could talk about, like, what sensory looks like first. Sure, it's it's a big one because it does. Um, they do overlap each other a lot, especially, especially with our population, autistic kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, the main how you can tell the difference between is a sensory is when your the child is is seeking. So whether it's movement break, whether it's deep pressure, whether it's a deep. A, a strong hug, uh, a tickle, or just removing them from a situation where it's too loud for them or too bright for them. So 
if you give that child what they're seeking, whether it's the weighted vest, the pressure, the brushing technique, removing them from the situation, and they stop the tantrum, then you know it's sensory. If you give them what they need and they continue having a meltdown or tantrum, you know it's behavior. Um, they're not getting what they want. So, you know, for example, you walk into a store and a child wants a toy, you tell them no, and they start tantruming, and you give them a toy, they stop, you know they wanted a toy. Right. Where if they're tantruming from, like, let's say the lights are too bright, and then you have the teacher, like, like okay, he's not focusing. Dim the lights. Dim the lights, and then he goes back to what he was doing. You're like, oh, the lights are too bright. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And a lot of our kids are smart. Yes. They're very smart, and a lot of them will play the sensory mm, when sensory it's really card. behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you really have to just know your audience. You have to know who you're working with. And yeah. listen, sometimes one day they might want the deep pressure, and sometimes they might want to just jump, and that's the way he's getting their sensory input. But once they calm down, you know it's sensory. If they continue the tantrum, continue the behavior, it could be pinching you, it could be biting you, it could be kicking you, spitting. If they continue with the behavior after getting their sensory, then you know it's behavior. Right. Then you know it's a tantrum where it's like, okay, you need to be strict with them. You need to tell them, you know, the consequence if you don't do your work, you can't get an iPad. Or, you know, you can't get a toy you want to play with. Right. A reaction has to have a reaction. Yes. I see that. Um, I think it's important, like, for SLPs to know, like, we need to, like, teach our kids to, like, ask for the swing or ask for a break or ask for squeezes. Yes. It's like self-discipline. They need to know. Also, you know, when I need a break. Yeah, and that's a that's a hard skill, but that's not something they might just have. You have to, like, teach it to them, Yes. which is something I say a lot. I made, like, a visual, and it had, like, swing or squeezes, and then the kid can, like, pick what they want. That yes. way it's easier for them to, like, ask for it, to request. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a visual of it. I think we talked about this with Katie, too. Which, Val, you know Katie. Yes, she was yeah, also we work together as Yes. Well. Katie's great. And uh, I met you through Katie, or did I meet Katie through you? I don't remember. I think anymore. we just met at our pre- previous school. We did. We kind of just yes. hit it off. I know. And then we did our first high rock. Right, yes. we just bonded. Mm-hmm. And ever since. What is it with OTs and being really intense people? They're just... <laughs> We're just intense. Yeah, we, got, we have intense. so much energy. Yes, you do. We need a we need a sensory break you, sometimes. I think so. <laughs> yes. Sometimes my ears are too sensitive. Just thought, uh, that could be. Yep. Just thought I'd let you know about that. So just going back, any last words about the sensory versus behavior? Um, because this is a big one. It's a very and big it's one. Hard, like every kid is different. Every kid is different, and you know we also have to look at. A lot of times we don't. We have to look at the whole person, yes. and the whole child. Like for example, feeding. Is it really feeding sensory, or is it part of their culture that they don't eat certain foods? So you really have to take that into consideration. Is it a picky eater, or is it a sensory? For right. example, if the child is able to eat variety of food, but they just stick to one, that's probably of a picky eater versus I don't want to touch any type of food, whether it's crunchy, soft, whatever it is. So you really have to also look into that. 
a lot of times we automatically say, oh, he's sensory, but sometimes he's awake. He's not. Maybe they're just not used to eating this type of food at home. That's For true, example, too. Where, you know, where I come from, my culture, I'm a Russian Jew, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we don't eat certain things that Americans do. Right. Well, so it's not because I'm sensory. We yeah. just don't eat that. Yeah. You just don't or eat Russians it. are very big on... Um, Meat, the the kobaska, kobaska, okay, like turkey, um, like sandwiches. They like that, but you know, or we're not big on gravy. Russians are not big on gravy. So is that a sensory or is just a culture? Yeah. So you have to take that into consideration as well when you do sensory with feeding. Exactly. Also, um, like because I. I talk about on the show, I'm Greek, and there are certain foods, like, I eat a lot of, you know, like, olive oil, I eat olive oil right. all the time, you know, where, like, maybe other families don't, you exactly. know, so it's just, like, different things you have to look into, and culture is a big one, and uh, also another one, which I remember Val gave a PD on this, about the importance of sleep, oh. right, like, everything can be affected from lack of sleep, and absolutely, attention, mood, Eating, right? Yeah. You're too tired, you don't want to eat, or you always Focusing. just want to... Yeah. Your posture will be affected yeah. if you're tired, you're going to be slouching. Absolutely. So many things to keep oh, in mind. Yeah. <laughs> How, uh, do you have any advice to any, like, SLPs or OTs that might be listening of how you can help parents with doing, like, a sleep schedule? Because I know you kind of talk about that and meetings and yes. stuff. Yes, so definitely I have seen you do that. a child needs... A schedule, absolutely. Yes. So, child needs to know what time is bedtime and what is bedtime. So that could include, we're gonna have, let's say, a snack, nothing with sugar, mm. preferably. We take a bubble bath if they can, or a standing shower. shower. You put on your pajamas, you go to bed. There should be nothing in between where, okay, I'm gonna go play now, or I'm gonna go watch TV now. No, it's because then they get distracted and they're up, they're all the way up. Versus being like kind of mellow. Yeah. So I think following the shower, whether it's a bathtub or bubble bath, whatever it is, pajamas and go to bed. Mm. You know, you dim the lights, you tell them a nice story, and you kind of just let them relax. Yeah. Some kids may want the weighted blankets Mm. if they are, you know, seeking that deep pressure, and some kids may want nothing on top of them. Right. Um, But bedtime should be very like a routine, the same time, preferably. I know it's hard. And it should be very, like, you know, bath and bed. Nothing right. in between. No ifs, ands, or buts. Preferably not. Again, we don't live in a perfect world, uh-huh. but we have to try our best. I think once the kid gets used to the routine, their life becomes easier. Yeah. Most kids, especially autistic kids, like routine. For they sure. like structure. They yeah. like to know what's coming. They don't like to be surprised. That's true. Pretty so sure they have research can, to back that up. If too. we can eliminate surprises, it would eliminate tantrums. Yes, because they, because kids on the spectrum, they like to know what's coming next. You're right, and even like some of the higher functioning kids, I see, like I tell parents, like write it down. Like mm-hmm. kids that can read and write and like pretty much understand, like you could write first bath, then we take the, yes. then we change our pajamas, then we read our bedtime at 10 p.m. Lights out. Yeah, and I think a kid with autism would like to like see and read that and have that like in their room or on the fridge, mm-hmm. and maybe check off. Okay, bath time's done. I'm going to bed. Check. 
I like that recommendation. Yeah. So they're kind of in charge of their routine. Yeah, right. Well, any kid, even if they're not reading, they could just check off the visual. Yeah, the pictures. Or take it off if it's in a Velcro. Right. Look at Val. She knows all the, all the tricks of the Velcro <laughs> and the laminating. That's I love from you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. SLPs. We like to Velcro and laminate. That's right. So, um, any last words? Or you feel like you got it all out? Just work together as yeah. a team. Don't be embarrassed to ask for advice. Yeah. No one's perfect. Nobody knows it all. That's right. We're, oh, I'm always learning from you. I'm always learning from you. And I think that's what makes us a good team, good therapist, because, like I said, no one's perfect. You're right. I love that. So is that like your ending quote, no one's perfect? Yes. I like that one. No one is perfect. Good one, Val. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And, uh, again, I'm Maria. I'm Val. And adios. See you later. Say goodbye in Russian, please. Do svidanya. Oh, do svidanya. I know kukla. Adios. I'm loving all these interviews. Yes, I know. Yeah, this was such a great idea we had. It kind of breaks up the mundane and then also, you know, well, I mean, it's summertime, so let's hear from other people. Let's not just be so speechy centric. Yes. Speechy centric. Mm -hmm. Got it. I like that one. The centric. Uh Haha. I don't know. So anyway, I learned a lot from Val. I continue to learn a lot from Valerie and really just all the occupational therapists that I work with or even I'm on like a case with i just think they're just a plethora of knowledge so just make sure they're your friends okay mm-hmm. i don't want to hear any like i don't get along with the ot at my school or this like i don't want to hear that right okay? you need to fix that relationship yes that's how you feel mm-hmm. so my tip or trick let's go into the next segment yes yes so i was very inspired by this episode and i would like to give some ideas for a visual schedule because okay. i know we don't talk about like don't go crazy with laminating stuff so, but if you were to laminate something, I think this is something worth laminating mm-hmm. and doing, but take your time doing it. Right. So make a visual schedule. And I think it would be good to add like a movement part, but add that into the visual schedule. So like, for instance, like number one, we're going to do 10 du- jumping jacks. Two, then we're going to roll on the ball or roll the ball on you. And then three, we're going to sit. Uh, and then four, we're going to say our words like that, for instance, I think it's important to teach those action words like jumping jacks or jump. Then we're going to roll. Then we're going to sit because ultimately your goal is for that individual to be able to request those things. Because if they are really realizing that this is helping regulate them, they can request for them and ask for these things. And then that can eliminate so many breakdowns in communication. So it's just like make this one big laminated exciting visual of all the action words that you should all these you know sensory things you should be doing with them or movement things Mm -hmm. but definitely consult with the ot about them right and the order and how many and all that good stuff and get those ideas yeah and i just think it's important to teach our students our children these words these vocabulary words my tip or trick is to get some painter's tape and Mm -hmm. put it on your ground your floor to make an obstacle course so you can just like make a straight line or a slanted line or a zigzag line and the kids have to walk along that you can make boxes and have them pop between each box and move from line to line i like that 
yeah, we're both inspired by this interview to get up out of that chair and move around. Right. Exactly. Yes. Great. So, so what's our quote for today? Should we, do you have one or should I come up with I one? I feel like you have a bunch. So I was going to have you, because you know, I did the interview, so I feel like I did a lot of talking. Okay. There. So my quote is going to be, hmm, what do I like to think about? I was going to say go with the flow, but I was like, no, we already use that. So actually, I got a good one. We generate fears while we sit. We overcome them by action. Very nice. I like it. Yes. Well done. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in and uh, hang out with us next week. Yes. Thank you. Good night. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Yes.